Hi there friends, we just met with Ethan Surat from the Microsoft Universal Print Engineering team. Hi, this is Isa. Great to be here. Hi, this is Adam. Thanks for having us here. And they just talked to us about this brand new cloud service and how it's going to help simplify printing for you. Join us because we're starting right now. Hi there, friends, and welcome on another episode of Desktops in the Cloud, your technical-driven video podcast with guest speakers from Microsoft Engineering and as well the worldwide for the desktop communities. And thanks to everybody who's been supporting Desktops in the Cloud. We've recently passed 2,000 subscribers, so thank you very much. And you can subscribe as well and share our videos with others. If you'd like to participate in one of our future episodes, ping us on social media or our website, desktopsinthecloud.com. So this episode is all about new Microsoft 365 service, Universal Print, and how this service could be beneficial for you as part of printing as desktops, as your desktops in the cloud. So hi guys, how are you doing? Great, doing fine. So it's really great to uh, to have you as two engineering PMs as part of the uh, Universal Print engineering team. So let's get started and ask you a little bit more about yourself. So can you tell a little bit more about yourself and your role within Microsoft? Yeah, hi. Um, I'm a DPM uh, in the Universal Print team, uh, part of Microsoft 365. Uh, we've been working on Universal Print for a while and we're happy to share about it. I've been at Microsoft for about 20 years and um, yeah, so we're ready to talk about Universal Print. Yeah, hi, my name is Saurabh Bansal. I uh, am a program manager with the Universal Print team as well. I've been with Microsoft for almost 15 years now. Um, yeah, and I, before printing, I've been in different domains in Microsoft as well. So yeah, I've been working on print for the last three years. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, it's great to, uh, to have you on this service too. So let's uh, kick off and share a little bit more about like what Universal Print is. But before I do that and ask you some questions around that, so how did the idea behind Universal Print start? So can you share a little bit about like the background? Why, uh, yeah, why this service is around uh, right now? Yeah, um, about a couple of years ago, we started hearing a lot from customers coming to us and asking for a cloud print solution. They are transitioning to the cloud and they're asking us for a replacement to having a requirement to have on-prem servers. Uh, they wanted to migrate users to Azure Active Directory, and they wanted to reduce on-prem infrastructure, and they wanted a solution from us uh, for, for print. So we wanted to create something for them uh, that is a service that they can use, and also a platform. So third-party developers and partners can build on top of it, and provide additional value to the customers. So in a way, Universal Print is analogous to a server, but it's a, a cloud solution. And it is a service that customers can use, and it's a platform for developers and partners to build on top of. Yeah, and today we are in public preview. Okay, that's great to hear. And it's also very good to hear as well that uh, everything works in conjunction with Azure AD because yeah, that's what, what customers uh, yeah, uh, like adopt and, and like their digital transformation to the clouds is, is based on Azure AD and that's as well like the identity that's being used with Windows Virtual Desktop. So that's, uh, that's great news for customers. Um, 
So do you think, and this is just like a question that is top of mind right now in a lot of hats, I think, because they are doing COVID and people working more from home. Uh, do you think that printing will still be important in the next five years or now uh, on physical paper, for example? Yeah, that's a good question in terms of, you know, will it increase, will it decrease? And uh, we do see trends. Um, but the important question is about actually print management. Uh, um, companies, uh, the admins in companies and organizations, uh, whether it's enterprise or EDU, they need to enable users to print and they need to manage the, the print uh, function. Uh, universal print is about that. It's not really about uh, you know, physical papers and the amount of printing. It's more about management. It's about uh, reducing complexity of management uh, for print and simplifying and providing a secure solution yeah that's 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 great because yeah universal print is a platform as a service solution so those uh yeah servers that you normally have to spin up yourself are all like now part of a service so you can directly start connecting to it and that's great uh, so that brings me up to the next question as part of this service do you really yeah need infrastructure or something on-prem to connect to the service yeah, we'll talk about that and we'll show some stuff in the demo. Um, if you have a universal print ready printer, uh, you do not need uh, on-prem uh, infrastructure. Uh, so you can actually have your printer connected directly to universal print and the users connect uh, to the cloud also. So when a user prints, the they document travels and gets to the printer via the cloud service. Uh, so in that kind of configuration, there's no need to have uh, on-prem infrastructure. Uh, of course, we, uh, we do know that companies have existing printers and some of those printers might not get a firmware update from partners. Uh, and we do want to support those printers. Of course, for customers, we don't expect them to uh, upgrade their printers to have universal print. So we provide uh, what we call a connector. And that requires uh, potentially to be on-prem running on a PC or a server. But it could be hosted in the cloud too. Okay, okay, that's good, uh, good to know. So basically if yeah, a customer has a printer like uh, a Brother or Lexmark or Canon printer that is like universal print approved, they can connect directly up to the universal print service to the cloud without any infrastructure, right? So like this, the diagram you can see here, I'll talk about that. It's a high level, but it fully explains things. And to, for, for an administrator, the admin sets up uh, universal print um, in terms of like getting the printers registered and then shared with the users who will need to access and print to those printers. For users, it's really seamless. It's usually it's like printing as usual. So the experience doesn't change for them. Uh, it actually makes it as simpler, but it's very familiar they can print to the printers uh, and then the administrators have a centralized location where they can uh, look at reports and get some insights in terms of how it works as the diagram shows like from a windows machine uh, the user prints uh, the device is connected to the cloud service via ipp the internet print protocol and printers are connected also to the cloud via the ipp um, and there are two situations. The printers, they could either be supporting universal print natively, which uh, they are connected directly to the universal print service. And those are uh, new printers or printers that have an updated firmware. 
and we're working with all major OEMs to enable that. Uh, many of them have already um, uh, announced uh, that they support universal print, like Canon, Lexmark, and Brother. So they're supporting universal print already, and others will announce soon too. So we're working with all major OEMs. And this is the best experience and the most seamless experience because the, the printer becomes an AAD, Azure Active Directory um, object, connecting to the cloud directly. But however, we understand and we know that uh, organizations, whether they're enterprise or schools, they, they have printers already existing, uh, and those printers might not have the latest firmware update. For those, we, we make them work by having the connector, which is showing here. The connector is a proxy, and that proxy connects, enables the uh, existing printers to connect to the uh, universal print service. One device can, one proxy connector or connector can connect many printers to the cloud. And the connector can be installed on a Windows machine or a server. It can be on a VM or, or could be local or could be in the cloud. In this way, existing printers also work. So this way, uh, the, the print environment happens without a server uh, because the user can print directly to, through Azure Active Directory and they don't need a VPN. They could be anywhere in the organization or outside the organization. So it's really seamless for them to, to print. Um, and they don't need to install a driver on their machine. Uh, that's a, like another simplifi a simplification. So when, for example, a user uh, sees a printer, they uh, want to print to it. If the first time they want to print to that printer, uh, depending on their location, they can easily find it. But then they don't have to install a driver, like I said. They set it up and they print, and, and it's uh, pretty seamless for, for the user. And also, like from a security point of view, there are several factors to consider. Um, the printers are um, Azure Active Directory objects, uh, and users only have access to the printers that the IT administrator enables them to have access to. So only people who are enabled to print to those printers can print. All the traffic between the devices and the printers and the cloud is encrypted. And also the, uh, the, um, uh, the printers can be really set up in a zero trust environment. So it, it's, it's kind of secure in that way. Um, the printer side as well as the client side are connected to universal print via the public internet, uh, which is again, uh, all the data transfer is encrypted. Um, since they are connected through the internet, they could pretty much sit on a different network altogether, um, and and they don't have to be on the same network. As we would know, the especially the printer admins would know um, that printers and other devices on the network could be a source of major uh, attacks. Uh, this kind of isolates that source, and it kind of limits the access or the surface area for those attacks to spread across the organization. Okay, great, great stuff. So um, just one, one, one other question, which is important too. Uh, so I heard that licensing is pretty much aligning with a lot of like WVD Windows for desktop customers today. So can you elaborate a little bit on that? Do they still need an extra license or how does that work? Yeah, uh, we, we want it to be simple for customers. So we have universal print as part of Microsoft 365. So an organization with Microsoft 365, E3, E5 for business premium for smaller organizations, or F3 frontline workers, 
uh, and the education ones like A3 and A5, they get access to universal print. It's also universal print is in the Windows Enterprise uh, SKUs like E3 and E5. Now that makes it really convenient for customers to have access and get up and running with universal print. That sounds great, guys. Um, at this point, I really just want to get into some demos. So what do you have for us? Absolutely. We're all ready for you. So let's switch to the demo now. For, this is for the first time we are doing in a demo um, online. Is I'm going to show you a printer, which is universal print ready. As you can see on my screen, this is a Lexmark printer, which has the firmware to talk to universal print directly via the IPP protocol. I have this printer on my local network. And as you can see, I'm logged into the portal of this printer using the IP address of the printer on my local network. This printer is still not aware of universal print and universal print is not aware of this printer. So let's first make them talk to each other. Let me get into the settings of this printer and then click on the network ports. When I'm in network ports, let's click on universal print. And then you can see that I have already set up this printer for registration and it's asking me to authenticate. Since this printer could be belong to any customer, we do need to tie it to the specific tenant of the customer, which is my tenant in this scenario. So what I would do is I would use the code that has been generated here and then log into a Microsoft uh, tenant which is registered with Universal Print. When I'm prompted, I need to bring the code here. So let's go back and copy this code. Put in the code here and click on Next. On this screen, I'll be asked to log in with the credentials. I'm going to log in with my printer admin credentials, and that account you can see here is called Demo PR Admin with my uh, initials. Once I log in, it says that the Lexmark printer has been registered. So now let's go back to Lexmark UI and see what happened here. It's still trying to check if the printer has been registered, and very soon it'll show that it is it has been registered. As you can see, it's already updating the status to say it's finishing registration. While it's registering, um, in the background, there are principally two operations that are happening. First is this printer is getting a device object created in the Azure Active Directory. And what Azure Active Directory would do, will it'll issue a certificate about this printer and that this printer will then store the certificate. It will use the certificate subsequently to make all the connections so that it, it belongs to the trusted entity of this tenant. The second thing that is done is once the successful registration, uh, once the uh, registration with Azure Active Directory is successful, it will make an entry in Universal Print or create a cloud queue inside Universal Print. Here, you see that the queue has been created and this printer is ready to use. So let's go to the universal print uh, portal at this point in time, where again, I have been logged in using the printer admin credentials. Let me remove the filter here. When I'm in the portal, uh, on the printers tab, it's trying to get list of all the printers that have been registered for this tenant. These are the printers that could be registered 
across different locations, across different uh, networks, and they will all show up in under a single user interface. Uh, as you can see, the printer that I just registered is showing right on the top. But if I were to search for it in, in a big list, I can actually type its name, and I will be able to search by the name. One of the things that you would notice in this portal um, that this printer is not yet shared. Uh, it is required for a printer to be shared with the users before they can start accessing it and start using it. So let's kind of dive into the printer and share it. Right now it's loading me the printer properties. And before I even share it, I may want to configure some properties for this printer. So let's get into the printer properties. And one of the things that I would like to do here is configure defaults. I don't want my users to waste colored ink uh, or paper. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna set the default to be black and white, which is color right now. So let's set it to black and white. Um, and then I will also set the duplex mode to two-sided. Now I'm done with my um, defaults. I'll save the settings. As you can see, the settings are still being saved. They've been saved successfully now. So let me go back to the overview page and share this printer for users as uh, with the users as it is ready to be used now. Let's click on Share Printer. Now, one of the things to note in Share Printers is you could have any name for the printer, but you can decide on a naming schema such that the users can identify the printer that is close to them or there is another user-friendly way of naming the printers. For example, I can actually name it, uh, name this printer um, with some tags, like it's in a building called Studio, Studio E, and it's a Lexmark UP Ready printer. I'm gonna provide access to everyone, so let me toggle this. Otherwise, I could have selected individual users or I could have selected Azure Active Directory security groups uh, to assign access. And only those users will be able to see and print to this printer. Let me go ahead and share this printer at this point in time. It succeeded. Let's cross this out and go back to our overview of printers. Let's refresh this view. Now you can see the Lexmark printer has been shared and it has been shared with this name. To complete this demo, let's now switch to a Windows OS client where I would install this printer and I'll show you how it can be used. Let's switch to a virtual machine that I've created for this demo. And I'm not gonna log in with the admin credentials here. I'm actually gonna log in with the user credentials. So there is a demo user that I've created it's called the demo user, uh, again, my initial zero one. I'm gonna use my password. And I'm logged in. So if I click on the settings and I go to devices,
I click on devices. And I go to printers and scanners. Now I'll click on the add printer or scanner button. And it should show up the printer which we just added. At this point in time, the client is actually talking to Universal Print Service and trying to get the list of the printers that this user has access to. There are a lot of printers in this list. Uh, as you could see on the, on the portal that there were a lot of printers. So our printer is kind of lost here. But what we can do here is we can actually go to search control and I can type the name of the printer which was, let's go back here and check, Studio E. I'll not type the whole name. I'll click on search. And there, you see the printer that we just added and we just shared. So I'll add this device to this Windows client. And again, I can do all this with my client credentials. Um, or my user credentials. I don't need to be even a local admin. This user is not even a local admin on the client. Uh, the reason being, uh, there are no drivers that are being installed. Uh, at this point in time, uh, the client is actually talking to Universal Print Service to get the capabilities of the service and cache it locally so that the user can then see those capabilities during the print preferences dialog and set those um, settings. So it's gonna take some time. And Saurabh, does this VM have the uh, universal print connector installed or not needed? Oh, the, this VM does not have the universal print connector. I have not even touched the universal print connector here because this is a printer that is universal print ready. So we did not need a universal print connector for this setup. So are the permissions to the printer being managed over the active directory uh, relationship that this VM has, or is it Azure AD joined, or, or where is that all coming from? Yes, so this VM needs to be Azure AD joined. Um, the access of the printer was defined in the Universal Print Portal when I granted access to all the users in my organization. At that point, uh, at the time of sharing, at that point in time, I could have um, restricted the access to specific users or specific security group. And those settings would be retained in the Azure Active Directory itself. Um, what would happen is when the user will, would log into this client, the Windows will actually create a session with the Azure Active Directory and get the access token from Azure Active Directory. This is called the single sign-on process. Using that token, it could log into any Microsoft 365 service, including Universal Print. So you, this user did not have to sign in again. Uh, if using its own Windows token that was generated at the time of signing in into this virtual machine, the same token is being used to talk to Universal Print Service. And since this printer has access for all the users, this user is able to add the printer and then eventually will be able to print um, to the printer. So uh, let's go back and see what happened here in the settings. This is the first time I'm doing it on the virtual machine. So uh, see, let's try to see if we can see the preferences of this printer already. I'll click on the printing preferences. And let's see what are the preferences it was able to get from the Universal Print Portal. So here you go. Um, you could see the orientation 
Um, if you remember what I did during the demo uh, was I set the printing to be two-sided and that is what is shown here. The other options are also available, but it's automatically selecting the uh, printing to be two-sided. Similarly, if you go to the paper quality, uh, and I selected the color to be grayscale, which is black and white for this printer, and that is what is being shown as the default property of this printer. Now, if I close this, and I go to, um, let's say, Notepad, which is one of the oldest apps living in Windows. I should be able to type, this is a test, and then I can go to File, Print. I am able to see the printer, which has been set as my default printer as well. And I can click on the Preferences. Again, I can select the two-sided option. And the color option here is black and white. If I want, I can switch to color. Say OK. And then click on the print button. This will go send the print job onto my printer. The printer is not close to me, so I cannot show you the print job, but this job has been sent to print. Uh, one of the questions that Dean, you asked me was, uh, where is the print queue? So there is a local print queue. As you can see, there is one document in the queue. Let's see what's happening to the document here. Um, yeah, I just kind of opened this dialog and the document got sent to the printer. When it says send to the printer, the document has been uploaded into the cloud and it's sitting in the cloud queue right now to be printed. And once the job is printed, it will vanish from this queue. That's the local client queue behavior uh, that Windows has. Um, so you, you just saw that the job was sent through the local queue to the uh, online queue. Uh, let's look at this job in the online queue now. So let me go back to the portal. Click on the Lexmark printer, and then click on the jobs. You can see there's one job that has been sent by me, which is a demo user 01, showing up on the online portal. And this job has been printed and has been uh, uh, delivered to the printer. Um, so in this demo, I uh, went through the steps how a user would add the printer on their device and then print. Uh, as an admin, you can actually automate adding the printers on the devices. So what about like modern management with Microsoft Endpoint Manager? Can you publish as well universal printers to end users from the Microsoft Endpoint Manager console? Let me now take you to the Endpoint Manager, uh, and I can show you that how this has been provisioned. So if I click on Apps, and I click on uh, All Apps, you'd see that there is a, a Win32 Windows app uh, uh, package that has been uploaded into uh, Intune tool. I double click on that. This is an MSI, which is part of the download that you will uh, get from the previous screen. And uh, this package has to be uploaded as it is. The second thing that you need to do is create a configuration file in form of a CSV. That configuration file contains a list of the printers that needed to be added on a, on the given set of users' devices. Um, and in this scenario, I have already created that package too, which is part of the installpolicy.cmd. And again, all these steps are very well covered in the documentation. So if you refer to the documentation that I showed you before, 
it'll show you how to package the list of the printers and how will they be deployed on the user's devices. So let's click on printers. And uh, it has two files. One is the install policy.cmd, and then there is a CSV file which contains the uh, uh, which contains the list of the printers. So once these two packages are deployed, you can monitor uh, the compliance of all the docu all the devices and the users that these um, packages have been assigned to. So if I click here, I can check the device or the user install status, and that will show me which all devices has it been installed on. Are there any devices that it has not been installed on? So in this case. We assigned this uh, policy to only two desktops, and, and both the desktops have this uh, installed at this point in time. In terms of trying universal print, uh, customers who have uh, Microsoft 365 enabled SKUs, which are listed on the slide, can have access to universal print right now. They can start at the aka.ms uh, universal print try now, and uh, they see all the documentation, and it's basically, it's uh, similar to the uh, demo that Saurabh showed. It's pretty easy to get it uh, started and enable users and have them start to print using universal print. Uh, the devices that are supported are Windows 10, uh, starting, starting at version 19.03 and later. Um, hopefully, in the future, we'll have uh, printing from other platforms, but that's way, way in the future. So right now it's uh, from uh, Windows. Well, thanks guys, that, that looks really great and I certainly can't wait to get my hands on universal print. Uh, when will the service be generally available? Soon, so stay tuned. Okay, any kind of uh, preview of anything that you can share with us about what's gonna happen at Ignite this year? Yeah, there'll be uh, interesting announcements from universal print and from our partners. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye for uh, Ignite and hopefully you'll hear something interesting. Sounds good. And uh, what about where people want to provide feedback about the service and help things to improve or follow you on social media? How can we do all that stuff? Yeah, one good place is the Universal Print Tech Community. We have over 2,000 members there and it's very active. There are a lot of questions and discussions. Um, our customers can ask for ideas and vote on ideas. So if somebody has an idea, they can enter it. Others vote on the idea. And we, we look for that, and we, that's how we use uh, content for thinking about what we do next. Uh, also, our partners put announcements there. So it's a really interesting place to pay attention to. Sounds great. Thanks, Sarab and Isa, for joining us today. And thank you for joining Desktops in the Cloud. Be sure that you click that subscribe button and the like button. Even help us to get to 3,000 subscribers, you know? Uh, maybe also click that notification bell so you don't miss any of the latest on WVD. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.